everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobradic. And I'm Amelia Bellobradic. And welcome to part two of our Walt Disney World 2021 trip report. Yes, last week. I know we left some of you hanging, and we really didn't mean to do that. We just ran out of time. Oh, we definitely meant to do that. (laughs) It was sort of a nice touch. I never had a cliffhanger episode before. But really, as you know, we like to keep our episodes to 30 minutes, so we don't want them to drag on too long. We did do our trip report last week, so if you haven't listened yet to episode 86 and you're wondering how it was visiting Walt Disney World in August during COVID, listen to that episode for sure. But today we have three sort of unbelievable stories. Two of these are really unbelievable. Yeah, But just a quick fun little Easter egg. It is episode 87 and we did go on August 7th, kind of a little oh, fun eight, Easter seven? egg. Yeah. I get it, yes. And if you're American, that date makes more sense than it does to me. So we're going to walk through these stories. The last two, actually they sort of go in order in yeah. most unbelievable, but I will say the last two are things, as you know, I've been over a hundred times That's 100 weeks at hotels there in 50 years. I have never in my life experienced anything like these two things ever. And I hope I never do again. But we're going to share those with you today. So if it happens to you, you'll know what to do. Because, you know, as always, we try to share some learnings. But before we start, Amelia, I want to add one thing, an item number four I meant to talk about last week. Must do Disney, the new version. Ugh. Now, if you know and are a fan of Stacey Aswad and Stacey's classic must-do Disney, she had a long run, but things changed. There is a new one now in the hotel rooms. It's just, I don't mind the voiceover person. It's not that. It's just, there's no personality because it's just a voiceover. I need that person, like, in the parks, riding the ride, getting catchphrases. When can I see that, Disney? And I think they maybe learned, because they had to bring Stacy back several times over the years as they keep adding stuff or things change, or then COVID happened and we're not doing this anymore. So what they've done, if you're wondering, is it's a bunch of video. And exactly as Amelia said, with a woman voicing over must do. It is still must do Disney, but it's sort of... <laughs> is it? It's low energy must do Disney. <laughs> it's not that, but it, you can only get so much energy from a voice. Yeah, you know? okay, that's a fair point. So I just wanted to touch on that. I still miss our classic Stacy, and I think it was Christy before Stacy, but Stacy's the was uh, my favorite for Listen, sure. I can find it on YouTube and watch it in the room. I don't need their even though little... it's outdated. All We're right, outdated. let's start You're in. Outdated. Start. I don't know how this is going <laughs> to take, and we have thirty minutes, twenty eight minutes left. So let's start in the first one is room issues. That's to be expected. We've had this multiple times. Not not like this. So what? so we as we mentioned last week, once we moved to the bungalow and we had one bungalow for one night, number 14, and even that one was sort of dripping from the ceiling, but I think it was condensation. But then we moved into bungalow 4. Now, we were the first people to come into bungalow after 4 after the renovation. After the renovation, but we had a lot of problems with this bungalow. So, and First, it was there were some electrical issues. So, you know, we chose a bungalow to sort of keep isolated from people as much as possible. So what we didn't want is workers constantly knocking on the door, coming in, trying to fix things. You know, I wanted it fixed, but we're going, all right, let's let's just get it fixed, right? Electrical issues or whatever the problems were, which I really don't understand because it was a soft refurb. They didn't rebuild them. But anyway, so that happened, you know, they get that done. 
And then one of Amelia's big things for this trip was it was going to be her final time to see Happily Ever After in person. So in the bungalows, you have a little speaker on your deck so you can watch the show across the water and listen to the music. Well, unfortunately, the speaker, as always, broke. The speaker didn't work. And I'm going, oh, come on. First, all this electrical stuff, lights and everything. Now the speaker doesn't work, right? So so a guy comes in again, yet again, check the speaker. He said, well, nothing I can do. And he walks like, what do you mean nothing you can do, right? That's not it. First of all, where's your mask? Yeah, that's not an acceptable answer. (laughs) There's nothing I can do. Oh, well, gee, thank you. You should never put up with stuff like this if it's important to you. But these are, I believe, the most expensive single rooms in all of Walt Disney World. I think so. You know, at three grand a night or whatever the rack rate is on these, two to three. I don't know. We just go by points. Yeah, but even points, it's a lot. Yeah. You don't want things broken, especially when it's important. And it was important to you. And so it was important to me. So uh, we were a little upset about that. And then in the middle of our trip, you know, the next day, the Polynesian decides to update their resort Wi-Fi. So I didn't really have a problem with the Wi-Fi before, so I was trying to use it. Then the Wi-Fi was down, so I'm now I'm phoning tech support on my trip. And they said, yeah, sorry, we just upgraded. You know, it's going to be super fast. You know, every promise in the world, well, five that ultra sounds fiber. great. Great. And then it did come on in the afternoon on that day. Then we went to bed. Next morning, we get up. Or I get up early because I like to do work, you know, back for back home, my job, <laughs> while I'm there from, you know, 6 a.m. For reasons I will eight, never understand. When there's zero Wi-Fi. So now I'm on my vacation, on with tech support at 6 a.m. Anyway, this is going on four hours into the day, noon, no Wi-Fi. And again, going, guys, come on. Like, I know, just roll it back to the old one. Do something. And it turned out it wasn't just us, right? There was the whole big chunk of the resort. But... At this point, uh, you know, I just, this is when I explained in one of the episodes recently, we talked about let management know. So I said, look, you know, between the stuff that's wrong when we move in, then the speaker doesn't work, and now there's no Wi-Fi, this is not a premium vacation, or really any vacation. I don't care what room you're in. These things, you're paying for a room, and you should have the services, not, uh, you know, one on top of the other. So now it was too many, so... And then that did spur action. I mean, I have to credit on all these stories, as we'll get into, the cast members were yeah, super Yeah, we know like the entire amazing. Polynesian staff here. Yeah, we know them all. We'll, na- we'll shout out their names because they were um, unbelievably amazing. So I sent a letter to the manager management and a woman named Courtney, Courtney. responded within an hour at 7 a.m. She had that speaker fixed within two hours. She said there was a part. They got the part. They got the Wi-Fi going. So boom, boom, boom. Super deluxe. And... I'm very thankful. She she was on the ball and they got it done. So and I got a gift basket. And yeah, you know, they said they gave Amelia <laughs> you know. a little treat bag or a big one actually just for the, you know, for the inconveniences, which I appreciate because it was we basically lost a day sitting on tech support and well, all this sort of stuff and having room functions that don't work. I wouldn't but, go that far, but... Well, I did. You didn't. I, yeah, yeah, I did. I had a great day. I just sat by the plunge pool. So I, it just underscores the message of if things like that happen, don't let it go. And you don't have to be a nitpicky complainer. I just said, you know... I felt how, like one, though. She, she doesn't know, right? The manager or he, whoever it is that day, they have a, you know, a day manager. They don't know unless you tell them. So I said, this is not really going well. So I don't know if anything can be done, but can you... Get some yeah. of these things fixed. And to her super credit, amazing yeah. cast member, she got it done. Yeah. So 
Story number one, not a big deal, really, in the grand scheme of our three stories, but... You thought that was annoying. Just wait. Speaking of annoying, have you ever had an annoying neighbor? I'd be really surprised if you hadn't, but, you know, good for you. On vacation. Oh, well. Well, so, this next story, story number two, is about guests in the bungalow next door. I and think I, annoying is the understatement yeah. of the year. Maybe we'll just tell the story as it unfolded, and we'll just go through the story... And, uh, and do it that way. So in the bungalows, they're side by side. I'm sure you've seen them. But this could be in any hotel room on the balcony next door, really. It's your next door neighbor. So we're in for six nights. And then a lot, I've noticed in bungalows, people come for one or two nights because they are quite expensive. And so they come in just to get the feeling and then they're out of there. So we've had, we have new neighbors a lot every time. In fact, in 50 years, I've never experienced anything like this ever at Walt Disney World, or anywhere for that matter. So three women, ladies, I'm not sure how old they are. I said 40, you said 20, so yeah, we'll I think there may be somewhere in the middle, yeah. So three move in to the bungalow next door. So when you're out on your decks, just like a balcony, you can see them. And so right away, I'm out, it's first thing in the morning. They were lucky, unlike us. They were in there like 10 a.m., so they got this bungalow. And then they're in the hang there's those egg-shaped hanging chairs on one part of it so right away they're crowding around taking instagram photos saying oh i look fat in this one I'm, uh, we're gonna have to listen to this for two days and then the swearing starts and i'm going i don't need to hear this right right it's not that far it's 10 feet from you know maybe 15 feet apart whatever they not are. even not even okay so i let it go right i don't say anything to them or anything and just we go out and then my wife is out on the on our deck and she comes in she goes now there's smoking out there oh. she said are you allowed to smoke and then you call the whoever. well and it's blowing over to our side so i go out and go yeah like you know what i don't want to smell smoke i thought i was smelling things on my balcony in a hotel or on my bungalow deck like, oh or my anywhere. gosh i have covid i'm smelling smoke yeah. but that's not allowed here that so can't, i know? call you know i'm not one to start engaging with guests so i just call the front desk and i go first of all are you allowed to smoke on the and they said, absolutely, absolutely not. not. That was their... And then I look online. Yeah, it's like rule number two or something. This is parks and resorts. I don't parks understand how you could confuse this. Smoking and outdoor designated. So I said, look, I don't know if they know or whatever. Usually smokers know, I have to say, from the yeah. ones... The smokers I know, they know all the rules and exactly where they can go. But anyway, so we just said, can you just let them know? So then we go out. Where'd we go? We went to a park. Epcot, Magic, I think. Food and wine. Epcot. Oh, yeah. So we come back in the afternoon and... Uh, my wife goes out. She likes to tan on the deck, play in the plunge pool. Amelia's in. I'm just doing whatever, a bit of work inside. And then she comes in. Are you kidding me? What? I came in. No, no. The first time, mommy came in and said, they're smoking again. There's only one girl there of the three. They're oh, yeah. smoking again. I said, are you serious? So I go, come on. So this time I call and I say, look, we talked to someone this morning. I don't even know if they went over because I don't think they would do it again if someone went over. But well, well we don't know. <laughs> So now we get someone named Cody. Oh, yeah. Cody, we super awesome. Cody was amazing. I think Cody's... I think all like of the staff we met were great. Unbelievable. So they were. he was like the manager of the bungalow area. So Cody goes and knocks on the door and talks to the, the one woman there and, you know, explains to her you can't smoke in or out of the bungalows. <laughs> yeah. There's a huge cleaning fee because smoke, even if you're on your deck, yeah. it gets in and it stinks and we have to clean it. And it's just not allowed. It's a top rule. So he comes back and he tells us and he says, yeah, you know, I told her, he goes, I mean, the evidence was everywhere. It's not like they were trying to hide the fact that they're smoking, but I explained to her that it will be very costly if it happens again. So Cody leaves. 
the this person is still out there, no more smoking. Yeah, I go to the plunge pool, I'm relaxing. Later in the day, yeah. the two other roommates come home. And then we're out there just... Sun, I'm inside. I'm sun inside. tanning on the deck. And you'd think it would be fine because one of them was just out there sun tanning for hours and hours. We're sitting there minding. And she was own. quiet all by herself. She yeah. did not smoke on the deck. Which again. is the one that was actually smoking, which I find hilarious. And then they start making passive aggressive comments. So really loud, you know, if you can imagine someone going, Oh, what? Are they trying to ruin our vacation? What do you mean they should mind their own business? Maybe they should mind their own business. I hope that kid doesn't make noise. So now they're cutting up Amelia. And then they're saying... And then I come in. Well, no. Then they said, oh, yeah, then you come in. To get you. To get me and go, I think you better come out here. Because now these girls are becoming obnoxious, right? And directing it towards us. So I have zero tolerance for anyone abusing my family or me on on any vacation, but let alone a Disney vacation, if you can believe this. So I go out. And then they're just getting more and more animated because they can't smoke on their deck. There's a few of them. There's the one that was actually smoking, who's fine. There's the one that comes out and bees passive aggressive. And then there's the one that's just... <sighs> and so then they start going, you know, or they just keep going on and on. They go, we're going to be so loud tonight. So they're like just trying to, they're trying to egg us on. Then they turn on their phone. They ter- put their speaker towards us, crank it up. And it's really you know, the most profane rap with every swear word in the book, and they're singing along, swearing out loud. And I said to them, I go, that's it, right? You're done. That's not what you said. Yeah. What did I say? You want to play. Yeah. You want to play? Then I said, you're done or you're out of here or something like that. And I went inside. That's all I said, because I've had enough of them, right? Um, start cackling like witches. So this time I go in, I call again. I try to get, (laughs) I know now, Courtney, our manager, but Courtney's off duty. And now Jessica, sorry, Jessica's on. And Jessica, so I tell her the whole story. You know, they're smoking. I don't care. And they can't smoke. But now it's become abusing, yelling, swearing, cutting up my child. I said, this is it. And she said, this is a dismissible offense. They can get kicked out of the resort. This is grounds for dismissal. We have zero tolerance for anyone swearing or abusing guests. I, this is Which, unbelievable. I hope you can understand. I've never also, experienced this in 50 also, years. Also, here's my question. Who goes to Disney World to smoke and swear? And You're yeah, at Disney World. This like, is wake like, up. This is like spring break at Cancun or something. I don't know what the heck was going on. So anyway, I said, I want an end to this right now. Because now I'm mad, really. So of within course. minutes, we get the manager, Jessica. We get Cody, the head of security. Kimberly. Kimberly. And then later, Kimberly's guard, a huge guy with, you know, in in security outfit with a complete with the cap and everything, come to our door and they come in and I explain all this. And they are saying, no, there's zero tolerance for this. Uh, there is some, are they Disney Vacation Club members? They said, if they're not, we can just kick them out right outright. So you can't do this to guess is the message. So I'm really happy to hear this. They yeah. said... So they talked a long time. They were looking up to see if they're Disney Vacation Club members. Then they're technically owners, but it doesn't mean they can get away with whatever they want. Whatever they want. So they stand on our porch for like half an hour trying to figure out, uh, look up stuff and figure out what they're going to do. Finally, they go next door. And they're there for like an hour. They're there for an hour. I can only imagine the conversation went in circles. And at first, they're just talking to the one who was the actual smoker, who's the the quietest of them all, ironically. Yeah, it's actually the nicest. Probably. And the other two are sitting out there drinking on the deck, sort of 
glaring at us, but we're getting the last laugh because they have no idea what's going on right now at the front door. And then maybe after 10 or 15 minutes, it's clear they were called in, right? So now they're all inside. So a good hour passes. And then finally, we see the people through our front window, the uh, cast members leaving. And they said they'd follow up with us. So they left and I'm going, hey, where's my follow up? But then about a half an hour later, Jessica called uh, because she had something else to do, understandable. But she yeah. said, look, uh, yeah, they were complaining, saying that their rights are being, you what? know, stepped upon. A, and what we, rights? Uh, yeah, there are no, you cannot smoke. It's very simple. What I don't, I don't know why it took an hour, but she said it took an hour to explain to them they can't smoke on Disney property. They can go to the designated smoking area, which is like 20 yards from their bungalow. It's an yeah. outdoor area. And... You can't swear and abuse other guests. You can't blare loud, offensive, non-family-friendly music. Yeah. Because, Ender, it's not just our two bungalows on the water. That's right. There were little kids Three houses, two houses down, there's a two-year-old, and then on the next house beside them, there's a 10-year-old. Like, what if they're out there? So basically, she said, we did not kick them out. They're only here for one more night. She said, however, we did put the fear of life into them. It is clear. They were shaking and they know in no uncertain terms, if they so much as look at you, they will be escorted off of the property immediately. And so I said, all right, thank you. So moral of the story, the Polynesian staff are amazing. And and those, you know, ladies did not look over again they did not make any noise it was great watching happily ever after they just but you know what oh, it's nothing. still it's still ruined that day like we just didn't even want to go out and see them anymore so it's a real shame and i like i said in 50 years there and anywhere actually in my whole life in a hotel i've never had i've heard noise through the walls and stuff but i've never had just an obnoxious people swearing at you be, because they were smoking on and you're not allowed to they broke the rules they broke the rules right if they, if you were allowed to, fine. Then we, then I guess we have to go in. If but in I know Vegas it's a no Paris smoking property. Where, exactly. You're not. Who comes to Disney World to smoke and swear? I just, I don't understand. So that is story number two, and it was unbelievable to us. But again, the moral is: don't put up with any crap from anybody. Because the the cast members do want to help you, and they can help you. And most of the ones we've and met, and they cast members went over and over, making it clear they said your safety, security, and enjoyment is our number one priority. I can name at least six that went above and beyond for us. Yeah, and and they said so. And if it was reversed, we'd be talking to you, right? So, yeah. oh, yeah. And then they said we were discriminating. Yeah. They said, you're choosing the family over us. And they said, no, Discrimination. <laughs> if the family was swearing at you and <laughs> smoking on their deck, they'd be getting this talk. But anyway, so that was number two. And now the most horrific story of all for us. You in the last episode, I said I would tell you why, why we did not get to do our VIP tour on the last day. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why. Now, let me start this story by saying, if you're an international traveler as we are, and I don't know if it's true for some states, we have to take COVID tests before we fly down, 72 hours before our flight, and 72 hours before our flight home. So our flight home was to be Saturday at two o'clock. So we scheduled our COVID test with the medical concierge, who I do not recommend using, and you'll see why, for 3 p.m. on Wednesday. I wanted leeway just in case something went wrong. I said it cutting it a bit close. Yeah, I gave us an hour. <laughs> an hour. So, oh, well, flight delays never so last more than that. Three o'clock on Wednesday, we're supposed to have our test for, for our two o'clock flight on Saturday. And then they, 
they call and they go, yeah, okay, well, we've had a few emergencies, so we're going to have to delay you, probably come around 8. Yeah, so then they said they're coming around 8. Meanwhile, we're dealing with this other crap at the same time, the girls. This is all happening at the same time. So the girls next door, we have security and all stuff. And the speaker breaking. Speaker, which they did fix. All same day, though. They got though. the heart and fixed it. Okay, so anyway, it's not till 10 p.m. that this woman shows up. And I'm impressed she did show up at least at 10 p.m., the doctor. So seven hours late. And this is going to play into the story later. So she comes 10 p.m. She does our COVID tests. And she says, okay, you're, you're all look happy and healthy. You'll get these tomorrow at 6 o'clock at the earliest, which was Thursday. So we go on our merry way Thursday. We what do we do? Thursday Not too was much. great. We went to Springs Disney in Springs the in the morning. Fiftieth merch dropped right when we were there. Yeah, we talked about that last week. So got, we're having a fun got day. Got an empty Disney bus. Bought Sauls. Went on the carousel. Took castle pictures. Watched yeah. cavalcades. But all the know. time, as we have, no rides except for you went on one, one ride. the carousel. The carousel I did not, because there was no line and it's outdoors. But you're fully masked the whole time. And then we come back and we're at Captain Cook's waiting for our quick service food to take back to our room. And it is now 7 p.m. on Thursday. 7.03. And my phone rings. And I look down, like, and it's the medical concierge. So I'm going, uh-oh, this is not good, right? They why, don't, why would they call? Why would they call? So I answer the phone, 7 o'clock, and they are saying hi, the medical concierge. She said, so the test results came back, and two of you are positive. And Captain Cooks, he goes, two are positive? And she says, Aaron and Amelia are positive. And I'm st- stunned. And right away, I say, this is impossible, right? It's it's impossible that they're positive because we have done nothing this whole entire week. We've been avoiding people. We've not gone on one ride in a line, a ride line. We haven't watched fire. We've done nothing. In fact, I was probably the one who took my mask off more than anyone. Yeah, but he was still so safe. And she's saying, no, no, sir, these tests are very accurate. And they are the PCR test. The tests are accurate. And I said, but this is not right. So I have to. And then she starts telling us we brought it down there. I'm like, well, we yeah, have she 19 said, well, cases where we live. What like, happened in the 72 content. hours after your test? So we're, now we're freaking out. So right away, Aaron and Amelia leave Captain Cook's, run to the room. They don't want to be around anyone. Now they're COVID positive. We're going, but I'm still going, what the heck? So I, I'm negative. So I have to wait for the food and Captain Cook's. And then I race back to the room when I get it. And I call them back, but it's late, right? And they're going, I said, we need to retest, right? Something, Something's wrong. I said, this does not add up. I don't care. It cannot be right. If they're positive, then every single person here has got to be positive because they've basically been living in plastic bags for the entire week. They, they haven't, they've avoided people. And then you start getting the symptoms, like, you know, the COVID tongue. Yeah, the, the COVID, phantom symptoms. With the, oh, the stomach ache, you know, all not definitely symptoms of stress, not at all. So now we have to go by what they said. But I did say, I want a retest. And she said, do you want us to come and redo the test? I said, no, no that takes too long. I they've, don't want to back up my nose. They've got to retest those samples. I'm telling you, something is not right. As 100%, they're not right. She said, well, it's, you know, eight o'clock or nine o'clock at night. They don't open till now. I'll talk to the lab in the morning. Well, here we are. It's Thursday night. And what is it? Nine o'clock Friday. Oh, our VIP tour. Our VIP tour. So, you know, we had because we had moved it, so we weren't going to watch Happily Ever After in the parks anymore. Again, trying to be safe from COVID. So 
we have to cancel the VIP tour. And I'm going, oh my God, there's a two hour penalty, right? Two hour penalty. Which so is over $1,000. Five, 550 an hour. So it's going to be 1100 US dollars, right? To cancel this because no notice. So I write a letter. I'm so sorry. Two, two of our party tested positive, And that's Thursday night. And now we're, we're, I'm trying to wait till we get this retest, not to. I'm mostly just annoyed I didn't get my Mickey sandwich. Like, it, I was looking forward to that. Yeah, it, it completely ruined the, la- obviously. Yeah, not <laughs> the to mention not trip. being able to save her happily ever after for the last time. Yeah, like... it's just, you know, they're very upset, obviously. And I'm really just sitting here going, this can't be right. This is not, there's no way. But we have to act because they're positive. So we cancel that. And now we have to start thinking, well, we can't fly home. We're going to have to isolate. At least yeah. you two are. So we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. We, you know, thought about this before. But when it actually happens, you know, you really have to hone in on where are we going to stay? What are we going to do? How are we going to get around? All this sort of stuff. So we're, we canceled the VIP tour because that was 9 a.m. Next morning comes. And I said, well, we're going to have to check out today at night. We, we have to leave the Polynesian bungalow because... We just want to get out of here and not infect anyone. We're being responsible people. Uh, so I fortunately can walk around because I'm not, according to these tests. So 9 o'clock, 10, 10 o'clock, 10, okay, we're, they're retesting now. Well, well, that's... How long does that take? Yeah, I don't know how long it takes, but we, we so is 11. So we have to, now we have to... Ch- so now I'm thinking, well, we've got to cancel our flight because you can't fly home. Uh, it, not to mention to not want to infect people. Yeah, well, you just can't. So they don't have a segregated part of the plane. So we've canceled the VIP tour. Now I have to cancel my flight, and this cost me money, right? So that that cost me, uh, I think, five or six hundred dollars fees in canceling the flight. So now, now we have no flight home. We are we've just checked out of the Polynesian. We're trying to decide what where do we go. Uh, we've canceled the VIP tour. And then they just, and then we get a then call. I, no, then we get a text from oh. the lab. Oh, yeah. And the text, it's very cryptic. It just says, you know, Amelia, test results or something. So I'm clicking get on it. this Healthy Together app. Yeah, down. What, I go, the, what the heck? What just, is this? Just tell us. So I, I, I'm talking to uh, someone at the front desk checking out, and Aaron and Amelia are outside away from everyone. So I go, I tell her, I said, just phone them, phone them and ask what's going on. So Aaron phones. The medical concierge and the woman says, "Yes, um, there, there was a change. There was a change. Aaron and Amelia are both negative." Well, I'm thank going, you. Well, yes. Well, thank you is the first result, but then, are you kidding? No, you said I was right. First, I said I knew it. I knew it because we didn't do anything. I knew they were wrong. I there, was livid. There was no way in the world they livid. could be positive. I'm telling you, COVID is not. It reminded me of this Seinfeld episode. If you ever watch that oh. with, with the spit, you know, and the spit would have to go and bounce off here and make a 90 degree angle. I said, there's no way. I don't care how strong yeah, we Delta were, variant is. We were blaming the lady on the plane on the they way were, down. We spent an entire week avoiding everybody. So anyway... Now they're negative. Well, great. We've I've, checked out. We've checked out. We've canceled the room for that day. We've canceled flights. We've canceled the VIP tour. Well, so now our vacation is in shambles. And by the way, don't forget the 72 hours. I oh, looked yeah. at them. I said, uh, we have to be home. by. We have to be at the Canadian border. By, in less than 42 hours. By 10 p.m. on Saturday. It's now Friday at noon. By 10 p.m. on Saturday... Or we're going to have to redo the tests again. 
Somewhere in Buffalo, I guess, because we cross in Buffalo and hope they're still negative. So now we're going, now we got to rent a car and drive home because flights are thousands of dollars if you're trying to book that day. And we just canceled the stupid (laughs) flight. So now we rent a car. Yeah. Oh, but but then we get another text that says no change. Oh, right. I'm like, well, well, now we're halfway through Georgia. Yeah, so what now do you we're mean renting, no change? Now we're renting the car. We go to Orlando Airport. We get our driver to pick us up. We go to Orlando Airport because now we can rent a car. Yeah, then we get another one. That's we're right. We're halfway through Georgia now. I'm like, oh, and then another one me? comes as if, well, wait. And then we're going, what? The? What do you mean there's no change? So we call them again. Like, does that mean there's no change? It actually was paused. So we phoned back and I said, what happened? Right? What What's go- going no, on? No, no, no. You're negative. I said, what happened? Tell me how this happened. Well, it's hard to explain. Go, well, it's very it's technical. Um, what, Jimmy dropped the vial? Yeah, Jimmy dropped the vial. I mean, it's, it's not, how is it so technical? They screwed up the test somehow. Obviously, somebody made a mistake, Yeah. Obviously. right? And I knew this would be the case. They said, no, no, we've retested again. Their, their samples are negative. Uh, well, I know. I knew it. But now we're racing to get home, to drive home. And we make it to the border. We almost, in middle of Virginia, we were in a traffic jam in the mountains. But we make it to the border literally at 9.30 p.m. Long story. I mean, we had to get a, we had to get someone to drive to Canada to bring us across $500 for that. So the medical concierge who said, no, we're not compensating you anything. Oh, well, do they... not use the medical concierge. For COVID tests. For COVID tests, for sure. Yeah. They cost us $2,400 in total and ruined our vacation because they they messed up. They ruined the end of it. They ruined... They ruined our best day, yeah. which was our VIP tour. We were but, banking everything yeah. on this day. But you know what really annoys me? Because first of all, the Friday and the VIP tour was supposed to be the best day of my entire life, just, you know, period. But also, if they had come right on time. Yes, thank you at for the bringing three, that up. If they'd come at when they were supposed to come and we kept the VIP tour at two, we would have been able to do it. This is why. Thanks for, I almost forgot that. Yeah, this no, is no. why when also I said completely their fault. that seven hour delay of theirs cost us. And the reason I booked it early that I didn't want to give the story away was because if something like this happened, I have ESP. I said, if we get some sort of weird result, I need to have the time to have them retest it so it won't mess up our vacation. So them coming seven hours late even for if it was, booking yeah, but put even, us in a no-win yeah, position. Actually, even if the tour was still at nine, we would have been able to we do it. We would have been able to do if it. they had just done it on time. Yeah. So their seven-hour delay is what really double cost us because there was no time to redo the test. 100% their fault. They took no yeah. accountability. And also, what if you're not like me and questioned it? And then, if I didn't question it, Aaron and Amelia would be walking around thinking they're positive. And by the way, we've done more tests and they're not positive. And so they are not, they never were. And so the test was wrong. They said the lab screwed up, but you would have been walking around thinking you're positive and being treated that way by customs. And you're isolating and scared and And reporting it to our government, all the stuff we have to do in Canada, which is great, but you know, not if you're not actually positive. Not to mention now you're getting stress symptoms like a tight chest and a stomach ache and you're convinced you, it's just. Yeah. The mental stress on those two. And then I had to drive myself. It was a race against time home. So unbelievable story. All from them. The one thing yeah. you need in a COVID test is accuracy, yeah. not having someone mess it up. And, you know, mistakes happen, but not when you couple it with a seven hour delay, which screwed it's also us, right? their fault. What do you mean, no compensation? And so all we can do is tell this story and be very careful 
if you American, use them. I was American, I'd sue them. Yeah, we can't, we can't sue them. But they've cost me, I'm, I'm literally out of pocket, $2,400. Not to mention a our, VIP tour and our, the best, our best day of part my of life. Our day. We missed our last night in the bungalow. Missed we missed the last the time VIP to see tour. Happily Ever After. We had to cancel our flight. We had to rent a car and that was thousands of dollars. Believe me, one way with car rentals are very expensive right now. And anyway, that is why we missed our VIP tour. And yeah. Hope that was worth the cliffhanger for y'all. Unbelievable stories, false positive tests, obnoxious neighbors, and all this stuff. But it was still worth going. I still say it was worth it. (laughs) And it it was a distance. Remember, we did basically nothing, but we loved being amid the magic. And uh, it was definitely our most memorable, maybe not for all the right reasons, Walt Disney World vacation ever. Although what I do say is none of this was Disney's fault. Yes, none of this was Disney's fault. In fact... Disney and Courtney, Jessica, Cody, Kimberly, Quinn, the check-in person, and Mike, who helped yeah. us get our room. Yeah, Mike, amazing. <laughs> in the, yeah, another, what a great name he has. Oh, yes, what a great name. So amazing. The And the uh, VIP tour folks as well. Oh, yeah. So every Disney every cast was member great. was amazing and on the ball and very helpful. So we would like to do a big thank you to the Disney Polynesian Resort cast. They were awesome. Took everything seriously, really looked out for us, and just made things go away as they should. Even people in parks, at stores and cleaners, everything in the parks was great. Every cast member that we met was great. And I had a great time. I had a great time, too. And we have great stories. Well, it was a whole episode for the podcast. I was so happy to be back in the Disney magic. Same here. So I hope it was worth the wait. I hope you liked this. Let us know if you've had any crazy stories like this and how you dealt with it. Love to hear them. And uh Thank you, as always, for listening and for all your support and great comments and feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Follow along at 1923 Main Street on every social media channel pretty much we're on. And we'll see you again next week. Have a magical day, everyone. Bye-bye.